shit, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing up there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 171. We are here, we are alive. What's going on, folks? How you doing up there? Did you have a fantastic week? I had an amazing week. We had an amazing long weekend. It was uh, absolutely spectacular. Still buzzing from our last week's episode with the great Joe McNeely, a.k.a. Mr. Archive. What a resource and a tremendous human that guy is. Uh, and speaking of tremendous humans and amazing resources... This guest today, I have to say, we have a very cool uh, first encounter that we'll get into here in a moment. But uh, just to quickly introduce you, so everyone knows exactly who we're speaking to, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, uh, an energetic entrepreneur. It's a little alliteration for you there. Got that? A little energetic entrepreneur, uh, an enigma within his own industry of just uh, uh, pure dedication and talent. Uh, without further ado, please welcome to the show, uh, Angelo Muro. Thank you very much, Jamie. Did you like that ethnic uh, slant? You I hit it pretty good, actually. How do you yeah, spell that? It's, last name. Um, how do you spell it? M-U-R-O. M-U-R-O. Muro. Muro. Yeah, very good. Mm. Yeah. He's Italian. I don't know if you know this, but uh, it's obvious, right? It's yeah. at this point. But um, I, should, I should point out that you are the uh, founder and owner of Pinball Vancouver, and what does that mean? That means you own many, 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 many machines. How many machines do you own across Vancouver pinball machines? Uh, it's about 150. 150 pinball machines. So yeah. just to be clear, this is how Seamart and I So met. many machines. This is how we met Angela. <laughs> we go for drinks after. It was a couple of weeks ago after the uh, core episode, actually. And uh, we were hanging out with uh, Dan Garrison and G-Tone. And, at the uh, American. Yeah, and Ronnie. And we're like hanging out, having some drinks at the American. And then uh, there's this whole awesome i think actually back when it used to be the electric owl it used to be a stage if i remember i, I, right. I think i've performed yeah. that i can't remember mm -hmm. but um there's like this whole row of pinball machines and i was like seymour i want to go play now i am the kind of guy who just plays shitty like tng only let's be honest yeah i saw there's <laughs> if he sees star trek he's enamored right Can't away not. i was like oh star trek next generation i'm playing this so well, i walk up there and the machine next to me i don't even remember what the one was next to me do you remember angela they've been shuffled twice since then so. <laughs> wow okay i yeah. didn't even know that was a thing okay so machine shuffling the machine next to me though was out of order or something and uh what happened was like I'm playing, I'm, I think I'm playing. I'm, I'm so terrible. But uh, as I as I Flat. literally just put my hands on the bumpers or whatever the the buttons, uh, <laughs> this dude walks up to the out of order machine beside me, and he's just like, "Hey, you picked a nice machine." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Like, who's this guy? Like, I have no idea." And then he, he just lifts the hood of the the table like it's like a like a Corvette or something, and just reaches in, doo -doo 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 -doo, just immediately starts up, fixes an immediate like so such a quick succession. I was I was totally blown away by this, and I was like, "Wait, who are you? Like, who just does this?" Turns out he owns all the goddamn machines. So right away, Seymour and I chatted him up, and that is Angelo, and he's here now, and we want to talk a little bit about this whole world that I've always been fascinated with as a kid and into my adult life, but I, I know zero about. I don't know anything about it other than like I put quarters in and I suck. Like that is the bottom level we're dealing with is that okay can we can we start at that level uh you put loonies and toonies not quarters well i'm talking from uh it's not a cheapo <laughs> machine jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> angela's like this is my bread and butter yeah. cutting hold it hold on down. where are you getting say. quarters in yeah yeah what yeah. machines are you playing yeah. yeah you just reduced his profit by like 75 percent. <laughs> <laughs> that's good uh okay i i just want to ask you quick so when did you found pinball vancouver uh, it was, it started unintentional, um, as, uh, I just had too many machines in my basement, my parents' basement. 
and uh, parents basement my parents basement you know um uh typical you know you need to get married before you move out that it's not the case but uh i was probably 29 but before i moved out anyway uh i had two machines very italian so uh running into machines uh sold the machine to a guy he wanted to buy another one he's like hey instead of i buy uh, i buy this machine why don't you just put it in the bar for me i'm like oh okay one thing led to another and i ended up uh, just having like my whole entire collection out there and, so is this uh, a person that bought a machine to put it into yeah, a bar he was an and operator. he was like hey let's just like yeah he was an operator know, and so we so that's of, a designation there that you're the owner of these machines but the operators uh you that's like a, a tier. He, so so he's an operator and he operates other equipment such as like pool tables right jukeboxes right. okay yeah thing. sorry just terminology i want to yeah like, know yeah what right i'm saying yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah he said um you know why not put another one in i mean the, the thought was, you know, it wasn't just, okay, let's do it. I said, oh, well, I thought about it. You know what? Let's do it because there is no pinball. Like, the reason why I had so many machines is mm-hmm. because there was none to play. Mm-hmm. And I wanna I wanted to play pinball. I discovered it probably when I was around 21. Okay. Uh, my parents wow. never uh, never gave me any money to play in the arcade. Right. And uh, I wouldn't pay any money to, to play in the arcade because I was just, that was the way I was brought up. You save your money. That's it. Of course. So, um, so you grew a collection over like eight years. Uh, no, rapidly. Uh, rapidly. Well, I yeah. mean, from 21 to 29. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But yeah. Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, My bad math. Don't worry. Yeah. No, that's that, true. Right? Uh, so I basically, I, within about a year, I had all the top pinball machines. Oh, so it, it's not like you. Yeah, it was. I, I feel like it was rapid. It yeah. was. So it, it was, was quite like rapid. I'd say like yeah. maybe a year, year and a half. <laughs> I was just finding them, you know, fixing them up. Yeah. Uh, this is what I do on my Friday and Saturday night. And uh, I would just, I would be very particular on how they look and how they play. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, people would find out, like, uh, I joined this club and uh, the uh, pinball club, essentially. And so these people, we, we host these pinball nights and people come over. And then when, when I first hosted, like, oh, wow, like, these are really nice machines and they play great. Wow. Like, you know, mm. we, can, can we, can, can, is this for sale? I'm like, no, no, not really. And he's like, well, I'll offer you this much. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm thinking in my head, like, like I, I paid half that, right? Oh, really? So... I was like, sure, if you want it, like it's yours. And I would just use that money and I'd buy two more machines. And I just kept on mm. doing that. And so, because uh, labor was free for me, it was just, it was fun. Right. Yeah, so if you actually thought about re- it. Yeah. Is that refurbishing? Like, are you kind of like taking a machine that's worth X and then making yeah, it worth X plus two because you've kind of done the work to. Yeah. It's like taking in a car that maybe doesn't even run mm-hmm. and you could just fix it up a bit and get it running or you could take it all apart put it like either put a new motor in or just completely rebuild the motor. I like to completely rebuild the motor. So it's the original motor. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the original kind of things, original nice. numbers. Okay. Angelo guys basically like love it or list it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> For pinball. He's like, Oh, I'm going to flip this pinball. No, no, but it makes sense. That's yeah. pretty awesome. So yeah. you've, you've uh, been basically growing this pinball empire. Yep. Uh, and just in a starter from a few machines and you just keep building it up. I kept on building up. Yeah. So at 29, you finally reach, uh, get in touch with this operator and you're like, you have too many machines. Yep. You're like, okay, let's move them to this guy's. I figured that uh, all my pinball friends were like in their 40s, 50s, 60s. And so they were cool to talk about pinball, but that's where it ended. You couldn't talk about like your, well, your weekend because it's just, Mm. it's a different lifestyle, right? Right. Like I was in my mid, late 20s and, you know, like it's just different things. So I was like, if I put them out, maybe I can find people my age that will like pinball. Right. Because that's an interesting dynamic to be the young guy with all the machines essentially totally. yeah. and then like have the enthusiasts 
be like you know a couple generations removed at some point absolutely right? yeah. yeah so it was weird it was it was cool because these guys especially uh, one guy named dale he was just like the guru right yeah he, i kind of mm. i treated him like my father right and he was just like he just knew everything and he he, he gave me a lot of respect for the older machines which i i didn't before like mm -hmm. we're talking the ones that are electromechanical that just have chimes that's what you know there's no speakers there's no digital displays they're all uh wow uh, electromechanical so the relays um they're real so the score reels are just like from zero to nine and there's a couple of them right and then right. they would rotate we're talking like score. old old yeah. yeah yeah so uh the first pinball was in 1951 well the first pinball with a flipper mm. humpty dumpty and that, uh, was, that was the first pinball yeah. machine yeah so humpty dumpty. humpty dumpty so the guy like the flippers are normally like this can you pull up a, a i'll try yeah, yeah. If, see if you can find it humpty so, dumpty, humpty dumpty pinball, pinball. Machine. it'll come up yeah and uh so the guy though he put them like up i think up top and they were like opposite they were like this so they're like so, they're uh, just for our audio listeners they're like basically uh, uh parallel to each other but they're up top you said yeah up top and facing the, facing in the opposite direction they would normally I right? see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you would, you're going to hit them up, but they're just going to go, they're kind of flailing. And because uh, before pinball, pinball was like, I don't know, a 20s and the 30s thing. They were like gobble holes. Is this at all? Is this That's here? it. See the flippers? They're small. Sorry, I'll. Uh, yep. For our, for our audio listeners, if you just simply Google, uh, I don't know what CMART looked up here, but. Uh, oh, sorry. Humpty Dumpty Pinball. Humpty Dumpty Pinball. Yeah, pretty straight. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't get any bad picks or anything. No, like no, that. no. This no. one. <laughs> yeah, damn. Okay, so this yeah. looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a yellow table. Yeah, weird. So the flippers are not in the normal traditional spots. They're like no. kind of on the sides here. Mm -hmm. I see. So and but they're opposite as well, like you said. So yeah. are these bumpers, or is this just like a bouncy? Yeah. So before before these flippers, it was just holes like up there, and many other holes that you would just you plunge the ball, and it would kind of bounce, and you would mechanically or bump the machine and help the ball out. Whoa, physically yeah. like hit the yeah, machine. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Oh, and that's wow. still a, a part of pinball now. Oh, yeah. That's that's so like a technique, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And so, so there's a sensor that senses how much you're going to, 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 and the operator can adjust that. I see. And, uh, and so, um, you know, you could always want to do it a little bit, but not too much, or, or it would tilt your machine and then it would end your game. Tilt. That's, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. Tilt. Tilt. Yeah, Can we just I say, like look a, at this, though. Just, I want to focus on this for a second here. <laughs> look at this character in the center here. Humpty Dumpty. Just oh, yeah. the look conniving look on his face is He's, just yeah. special when lit. Still relevant. That's Yes. That was a free game back then, too. Still relevant. That's lit. pretty amazing. <laughs> this company, it, it says up here. Gottlieb. Gottlieb & Co. Yep. Uh, it says Chicago. Is this like the... Like, that, Chicago is the epicenter for pinball. Okay. Um, up okay. until recently, all every cool. single pinball machine that you've played was made in Chicago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Chicago. Where, where did the epicenter move then to? The... It's still, I would say, ninety-five percent of the pinball is still made in Chicago. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is by Stern Pinball, uh, but there's uh, kind of boutique pinballs that have opened up, and uh, this probably the next biggest one is Jersey Jack Pinball, and he's out of uh, like well, New Jersey. Right? Wow. So this this New Jersey outfit is like it's a smaller market. Compared market share compared to the rest of yeah, like, the I, Chicago, I, less than I would say less than ten percent, probably five percent. But it's still carving out a little bit that didn't exist. He's changed it. Like this guy is like, if you want to get sidetracked, I can talk about Jersey Jack. <laughs> no such thing as being sidetracked Perfect. here. Please go ahead. So Jersey Jack was actually uh, the biggest distributor of Stern Pinball, which is currently still the biggest guy, mm -hmm. and he would sell the most games. And he actually uh, back in the early two thousands or mid two thousands was understanding about the home market and there's a because people would just sell to operators but once that started to die down he's like aha i can sell to the doctors and the lawyers and yeah. the, this, the guy is like right. the people that were doing 
the cool thing in the the mid two thousands was actually home theater. But if you had a home theater room and you had extra money, you do a the man cave or a game room, mm-hmm. and, That's right. yeah, and that yeah, would have a pinball machine yeah. in it. So he discovered that and he started pushing for that. He uh, so he he talked. He had a lot of uh, leeway with Stern and a lot of like power as far as uh, you know um, influences on it. Right. So you know they made a Family Guy pinball machine. Right. Right. Yeah. And that was really successful, but it's not really appropriate for families, uh, sometimes of kids, right? Because if you actually know what they say, like it's a pretty crude things, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, so he says, you know, this is a great layout because it was designed by a guy named Pat Lahr, which is like a just an incredible designer. It's considered to be to one of the best, if not the best. Okay. And uh, he's like, you know what? Let's retheme this to Shrek. Like for kids, so it's family. Oh, so it's and same, so same table though. Same table, yeah, just new sound and new artwork. Interesting. And so they did that. Is that common to like repurpose something? Like uh, that? It's only happened a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. It's so, not like sacrilege. Does it feel like? Um, as a player, Jerry, you like? This is a- no, it's kind of well. Stern did that really well, actually. So it was very like uh, the rules were the same, but but the sounds were so well done that it was done really well. Yeah. And like for example, they made um, NASCAR. Right, mm-hmm. pinball. Right, and so that wouldn't work in the European market. They'd just like, why are you guys going around in circles? So, <laughs> just, so just one left. Track. Yeah, so it's just um, I believe uh, F one type of thing. They rethemed yeah. it to right, which is very easy to do. It just changed the artwork a bit, and the gameplay was the same, and just maybe slightly different sounds, and that's yeah. about it. So uh, Stern over the years started to cheap out and was cutting costs uh, and lowering their, their their level of quality, but upping the price. And he says, you know, this is this is BS. You know, stop doing that. And he kind of kept on fighting, fighting for the, the customers and quality. And right. and you know, uh, you know, I guess 2008 hit. They 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 you know downsized even more. And so he's like, well, if you aren't gonna do anything, I'll make my own pinball, and it's gonna kick ass. Damn. So it was yeah. it was actually built out of almost like a. In spite of, almost, like, yeah, yeah, like a Lamborghini, Ferrari kind of. Yeah, thing. he's like, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> and so like back then, you know, they were around forty five hundred dollars, you American dollars for a pinball machine. Wow, right? And he's like, I'm gonna make one, and uh, it's gonna be well, essentially. Back then, he said sixty five, which is an early price. Now they're about eighty five hundred. So he just like went from a forty five hundred dollar to an eighty five hundred dollar machine, and so people are like, "Oh, you're crazy! You're crazy!" Right? And, right. And it did take, like he said, he'd do it in a year, and it took him about three years, mm-hmm. right? And it, millions of dollars. Like a typical game at Stern for their R and D, it's about a million dollars. So when people are like Angelo, like, "Oh, you like pinball? That's cool. Like, have you made your own?" I'm like, "No." To make it properly, like, I could retheme one. Right, just scrape right. some artwork. But if you want to do mm. one properly, you need a mechanical engineer. You need software engineers, sound sound engineers, right? If you want to do a license, you need like someone's intellectual property, and you need a licensor for that. So it's a it's a big deal. Damn, that is so like. That's what I was kind of curious about. Yeah, in terms of the development, like having yeah. worked in game development, obviously, because yeah. I'm kind background. of curious yeah, about like yeah. pinball game development. I assume is similar but different. But I wonder, like, so when you talk about like prototypes, mm-hmm. is that like what is a prototype machine? Have you played many prototype machines, or like do they yeah, exist? There's, there's, yeah. there's like, prototypes and there's early samples, uh, okay. right? Yeah, and like in uh, video games, like there's like. But are they like? Kits. Are they like? How are they constructed? Like, what is the? So how they work in a? First, the well nowadays they're done in CAD. Even then, they were they were done in some CAD. And then when it when when they CAD it up, they'll make a, what's called a foam core. So they will make it out of foam. And then just throw around the ball, and so you can see like how the ball feels. What does it feel good, right? Okay. And I then see. once with that, functioning flippers and everything. Yep. Okay. Yep, with functioning flippers, uh, and then after that, it's called what's called a white wood, and that is basically like a proper prototype that everything like they've custom made everything on it, but it's gonna flip 
the way uh, a production game would. Right. Mm. And it's called the Whitewood because there's no artwork on it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, yeah. It's blank. Yeah, it's a blank piece That's of wood. Cool. Right? I like right? And then they'll start That's drawing cool. on it like, okay, there should be an insert here. And yeah. then, they, then, they, then the designer will collaborate with the artist, right? Because not only do you have art on the play field, but you have light inserts. So they have to work with the art. That's mm-hmm. true. Right? Wow. It is such a marriage. Yes. Uh, of of uh, interaction between different teams and, and to a level that like I, I mean even just hearing you explain that that portion I didn't really consider that before yeah. I always felt like it's almost like the artist is like the last piece almost like it's no. like you know he's got to be in there right and also another guy that you need it's like a triangle you also need the software guy because mm-hmm. there you have rules right and you know uh, for some of the listeners out there they think oh it's just keeping the ball up but just imagine like any kind of video game there's a depth to it and there's like okay there's the shoot but then oh there's a rocket launcher yeah. and then there's like you know head, there's like different there's very this and is so, a sequence of this yeah this is our first conversation we ever had when I was playing that game aforementioned uh, yeah. a little bit, a little earlier. Yeah, ago. you were guiding him on the thing. Yeah, because yeah. that was another thing too. Is like I quickly passed over that over, but like as you lifted up the hood on the game next to me, fixing it, <laughs> you're like, "This is a fun game. Oh, you should try this." And I was, I was just like, "Okay." Like you kind of dismissed it to be honest. I you're per- like, well, yeah, "What first, does this guy know?" First, like, I was like, "He sounds like he knows what he's yeah. fucking talking about." By <laughs> yeah. the way, I'm like, "This is that. This is my Star Trek experience. <laughs> no one's gonna take it from me." And then, and then I, after I saw you pop the hood, I was like, "Okay, you might know." Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I would listen to everything he said. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Dude, I'll do." anything you say like, it's like <laughs> obviously you know what you're doing yeah that, that's interesting i I'm, I'm really fascinated by the idea that it's like this it's almost like uh this very sm- i don't know seemingly small like subculture of gaming yeah, it's niche. yet this like giant world of of uh creativity and, and involvement where people are like it's like you, you, i don't know anyone who's like casually into pinball like if you're either like into it or like you you just I don't think that's true. I think people love to just like dabble. People love to like just yeah. like you like throw a game down yeah. and be like, oh, that's cool. What a cool like if game. I s- if I see some IP on a game that I like, like for instance Star Trek, yeah, Next Generation, Next Generation, yeah. Like if if I see that, yeah, I'm gonna go play it. I'll, I'll try it out. But like, I don't know. I'm not like j- just being able to not die in be... five minutes is like a good enough for me. You know what I mean? Like I don't have that, but I would love to be into it a bit more. I don't think pinball could exist. I mean, you can correct me when I'm when I'm wrong. Could exist without like casual dabblers. Like if it was only diehard people, I don't think yeah, you would it be. Chris has it right, actually. Is that right? Uh, I would say the majority of my uh, people that play machines is from like the amateur people that like I call a jobber or someone, someone yeah. that just walks in. Oh, this is a cool theme. They put a couple bucks in. Yeah, that's and, me. Right uh, and they'll they'll play and they'll you know they'll say they'll they'll play three three balls and they think that's three games. It's not even. It's not even like they have stuff of two credits or two, one or two credits left. Yeah, mm-hmm. the amount right? of times I've walked mm-hmm. up to a machine and there's still free. Yeah. And, and actually, <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned the Family Guy machine. Yeah. Do you have that in town right now, at Tavern? Yes. Okay, because I was there a couple weekends ago, and yeah. that machine was up, and I ended up playing that with my fiance. And as we walked up, I was like, "Oh, must be uh, free games tonight or something," because <laughs> that one and the machine next to it had. Had uh, free games going for like another two hits by obviously two balls. It wasn't. Uh, uh, I mean, mo- a lot of the time, if you're there early, early in the morning, or maybe just like after a drunk person leaves, yeah. there'll be lots of credits. <laughs> yeah. Turns yeah. out, yeah, we yeah. just stole someone's like game. Oh, maybe someone was <laughs> yeah, out, outside having a smoke. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Came back and he's like, "That was my record-setting game. Actually, you just <laughs> ruined it. You're terrible playing." Yeah, yeah. that was it. Um, you can I because you said you have uh, over 150 machines, right? Yeah. Um, in your personal opinion, what's your 
favorite machine you own? Do you have one? Is, is it kind yeah, of like kids? Yeah, that's a question uh, I get a lot. So I have the list in my head that I repeat off. And well, that feels know. like I, had, I just asked you a stock question. No, it's a good, I think <laughs> well, it's okay, but I, I can, like give, I can give you more than a one-sentence answer. Okay, right? that's good. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah my, my, favorite, my, my favorite pinball is Whitewater. Uh, it's, it's a common one, but it's not the hottest game. Right. Um, Whitewater for me, it's good for beginners and it's also good for the kind of pro player because it's got a diverse re- rule set. This one here? That's exactly Pulling it. this up here. So there's seven ramps in that game, which makes it probably uh, the, um, the most ramps in any pinball machine, I'd say. Show a full uh, photo there of that go. there. So you might the third one, maybe? Go there. There we oh, go. Oh, so bad photo, but no, yeah, anyway, good. yeah, it's not good quality. But, look at it. This is like a fucking slip and slide yeah, so, over here. So this one's <laughs> cool. This is Insanity Falls. It's called, and you see this big drop here. Okay. This this right here. The, or, uh, I think it's this guy right here. So there's it's like a designed. Rail, yeah. It's designed front. to hit the glass. Oh really? So the ball oh. will come down and you go whack, and you'll be like, "What? What just happened? Oh my god!" And oh it's, really? It's part of the yeah. It's part of the engineering. It's really cool. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty unique, right? Where yeah. it's like oh, we're that's almost... first and only machine that I know is really designed. So it like glass. breaks the fourth wall a little bit in that, and then like it's actually like hitting. Yeah, it like yeah, it's, yeah. it shocks you, right? Like it's a little, you can it's, see it's a all them kind of here. A bit. Well, that's interesting yeah. here. Okay, that's, that's a better photo. But that's okay. That's better. Yeah, this one's pretty interesting. I really like it. So this one is there any other particular reason why you find? This look at this guy. Um, it's that's Wet Willie. So, <laughs> so Is that guy's name Wet Willie. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Zoom in on that, dude. Sir, uh, if you, you should find the the backlash, it's a really interesting backlash. So just type. Uh, what, you can find oh, wet, tra- what, oh, sorry. So what we type? Yeah, Whitewater Translator. Whitewater backlash. Backlash. Uh, yeah, click on one of those. Some nice quality. Google is just blows oh, I think I've seen. I know this one. Yeah, there you go. This is a class. Or yeah, okay. Oh, you know this one? You've seen I've this seen one? this one before. Yeah, it's 1993. It. It's by Dennis Norman. Yeah, he's a he's a great designer. I've as well. seen this one. Is this so, one? Do you have one in town? Yeah, I've got four of them. So oh, okay. Nice. I probably have seen. I've honest, <laughs> yeah. probably seen your. <laughs> Yeah. You're one. There might be one at know. Tavern, actually. I just love the casual nature that Angela just said. It's like, do you, do look you at have the one faces. in town? Look do you have the, one in town? I have at, four of them. Look at the faces <laughs> on these. I love the art on some of these things. Like, look yeah. at these. Oh, see Bigfoot over there? Yeah, it's a very unique yeah. art style, this one, right? <laughs> There's so many. Th- what is what this? What a cool game, man. There's like a car here. Yeah. So many random things. Where's that? There's like there's a chick down below, and she's just That's like, interesting, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you put her up front. Yeah. Do you have a... Do you have a another granny? Game? Oh yeah, that's granny. That's, <laughs> yeah. Do you have another the, game that that you you own or that uh, or even maybe you don't own that you you were like, oh man, I love this game. Something that's on your horizon. Uh, I, there was a game I was looking for th- three years, and I finally got it about a year ago. Wow, um, so your, your holy grail of sorts. Uh, of my current holy grails, yeah. Like, I see. like, uh, so I've been collecting for a long time now, and uh, there's a lot of like typical holy grails, like uh, Adam's family. Uh, yeah. Medieval Madness, which is like a 1997. It's a, probably one of the most expensive games there is it's just because it's an amazing game. It's got the whole package, artwork, uh, the humor. It's got like uh, Tina Fey's in it for, for, for audio. Yeah. She she's does a voice she, she, Yeah, she's the damsel in distress. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's got trolls. It's got interactive That's... castles. So anyways, like there's all these games and like, yeah. you know, big collectors like, oh, wow, you got one of those. And, you know, and so I've been there, done that. And they're, they're very popular. Uh, I've got three of them and they're all around. But like, I kind of been there and done that. And so like, what's not popular? What do I not see in like people's collections? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. And there's this game. It's, re- it's called TX Sector. It's from like 
1987. So it's an 80s game. And 80s games by Gottlieb are like a little weird. And bring up uh, Gottlieb was that TX Chicago sector. TX T- backlash TX sector TX dash sector. And Gottlieb was that Chicago creator we saw right. earlier, yep. right? Yep. Um, which, by the way, just a side note. Yeah. Uh, although Angela's only commented on a few games so far this episode, like specifically, I've noticed every time any game, like I could say anything to you, you know the year and you know like everything about it. That was another thing too that blew me away. Like when we first met, you're like, oh yeah, this machine, I like this machine. It's it's from 1992. It actually has an extra wide berth, which is uh, very rare at the time. There's only a... Yeah, so a wide body, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, there's only so many of these in the world. You're like, this is uh, one of... Even like, even fuck, that, like, that Star Trek Next Generation, it's the only one on location in BC. Like uh, That one I played? Yeah, no one else has it. And there's Jesus a reason why. It's because Christ. it breaks down a lot, but uh, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it a lot. And uh, the, that particular location, they're very good at reporting problems. So I'm Engage. always, I'm always yeah. on it. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Um, what's this one? This is the TX Sector one yeah. you were just talking about? So uh, you actually had a decent quality one and just looked bad because it's just it's just the way the game is. It's just it's really weird. Yeah. And or, uh, what makes it? Yeah, that's it. that's it. That's it. That's that's it. Let's go scroll up. Okay, scroll up. Show the. Uh, the... Oh, so, sorry, sorry. So what what and oh, what's a, what's great about this game, even for this this interview here, is is the music and the sound. So now you're gonna search for like uh, just a video of it, like or an audio track on Google. It'll come up, and the sound of it is probably my favorite. Sound or music, music, music and sound effects, but specifically music, in any pinball machine ever. It's wow, that's like right in my wheelhouse because that's it's what I do. Amazing. So, so it's '80s, right? So think about '80s and like, yeah, like oh, yeah. synthesizer stuff. So, so pull up uh, when you're I done. Did, actually, you know, I don't know if this, oh, you don't. Uh, this oh, current, the okay. way it's currently oh. rigged, if we can do that. Well, we have no speakers. But I'll oh. tell you what, though. What I will do, if Seamark gives me the timestamp right now, I'll throw it in. Yes, I'll throw it in right oh, yeah. now. I'll, I'll, you know what? It'll have been playing. This entire time we're talking. Oh. 26 minutes. What? 26 minutes. Okay. And it's been playing for 20 seconds already. How about yeah. that? There's a, there's a, you, can, you can find it. Because the po- the sound is... The music is so popular that, is, that people have ripped it and put it mm. on for people to use. Oh, wow. Yeah. And about, so you're on the hunt for this guy? Or you just got so, this guy? Yeah. It, was, Sorry. it took me three years uh, to find to find one. Right. Uh, there was lots in Europe, like in Netherlands. And uh, it just didn't work out for me because it was a trust thing and then shipping. And and uh, I'm looking for original ones. So the yeah. one I bought, I have it shipped from Montreal. It was actually imported from France. When I got it, it wasn't actually in very good shape. And oh, it's like, I'm talking like the core was not good, right? The core is something like like the play field and like the cabinet was pretty beat up. So something that's really difficult to restore. Uh, so I wasn't really motivated. So I kind of just threw it aside oh, really? and looked for another one. And then another like eight months later, I found another one in Montreal, coincidentally. And uh, I got that, so I shipped that over. That was the hustle the whole time. They had two the whole time. They were like, yeah. send them the first one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and that one, is, is the core is good, but it's just it's pretty beat up, so it needs an overhaul. And my business comes first, so it, it, it's been sitting in my garage now for about a how year. How do you gauge, like, the, so when you say beat up, how much of that is just the art being okay versus, like, like, can you replace a lot of the pieces, I, I guess? guess. Yeah. Versus just so like one of the, the most important things of, of the game is right. the play field. And the play yeah. field is a piece of wood with art on top. Mm. And then in 1991, or prior to 1991, they would use like a, like a lacquer, like a really thin lacquer, like a clear coat, right? right, right. So after 91, it was uh, Williams invented this stuff called diamond plate. And basically, it's like an automotive-grade clear coat. And they, they basically... They, they had a prototype on a couple of games, but essentially Adam Sami was one of the first. Well, Terminator 2 technically, but 
Anyway. That was yeah. the first machine I ever played. Terminator 2? Yeah. It's a great game. Ever. Yeah. Designed by Steve Ritchie in 1990. Amazing. It's, it's a great first first game with a dot matrix display that's full size. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. That, yeah. yeah. I remember being like different. Yeah. So like, technically yeah. a couple months before that, Checkpoint, which is made by Daddy's, which is a crappy game, beat them, but they had a really small dot matrix display. <laughs> but uh, anyway... Uh, we could hate all over daddies yeah. for a little bit on uh, other stuff. Um, yeah. no, we'll, we'll just leave that yeah. right there. That's fine. I, I, Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Where were we uh, talking about the... Uh, uh, the last... Talking about the lack, like the, yes, yeah, the, the manufactured oh, parts. Yeah. Yes. So I'm totally getting sidetracked, but I'll tell you, uh, because of that clear coat, now all these, after 1991, all these machines are being, uh, like they were... They were Pinball was made, it only lasts like two or three years. And then you, you recoup your money, you, you know, double, triple, quadruple, whatever it is, you throw away your p- machine. And there's literally people that would throw it away or give it away. It would just be, they, they wouldn't, you know, they'd wear out. Well, now, because of this automotive clear coat, they're not right. wearing out. So mm-hmm. uh, you think, oh, great. Well, <laughs> the problem was is Adam Sammy had just come out in 1991, and it won best game three years in a row. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, you know, operators are buying them, and they're buying more, and they're buying more. What? And they're like, okay, like, what's the newest game? And like, well, well, there's no point of buying a new game because this game is still number one. So that's unprecedented, it must be. Oh, yeah. Point. Blew yeah. away everything. That Adam Stanley sold the most pinball machines out of anything ever sold. They sold 22,000. Holy shit. Yeah. In 94, they actually made a celebration of it, I guess, and made a 1,000 gold edition ones. So, gold edition. Yep, gold edition. Do you know how many pinball machines you have to sell to be like, I think we should just start making them out of gold? And you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like 40,000 yeah, pounds. Exactly. Um, I have uh, been listening to many insider phrases and terms throughout this, this amazing podcast so far. I think you're doing an amazing job, Angelo. At Vancouver Pinball, you guys have over 150 machines, like we we're talking about earlier and uh, i'm blown away by the fact that you you seem to know the details of all these machines uh right down to like who who was their artwork designer who who manufactured them where they were manufactured the year etc very impressive and you know this i've seen you do this off the top of your head a number of times now but i was wondering if you could assist us some some uh some noobs over here we don't know much right we're just a couple fellas right we're just guys we don't know much but uh if i just if i say some of these uh Pinball slangs to you. I was wondering if you'd be so kind as to indulge <laughs> us. They're probably technical terms, uh, not slang. Well, I don't know. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not here we'll to see. Hopefully they're not new ones because there's this new guy, and he's, he's, he's been inventing uh, uh, lots of them now, and so we'll see. Oh, okay. We'll okay. see if so I'm up to date here. Well, you're, you're our resident expert. I mean, you know, you're speaking on behalf of your entire culture. Don't worry about it. It's Uh-oh. fine. Yeah. If you screw it up, it looks really bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, now, I'd say I, I don't know most of these. Most? Uh, I would like to know, and this would be fair. I would like to know if Seamart knows what his answer is along with your own, and then I'll tell oh, you. Oh, I've got a okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, we'll I'll let Seamart first. answer I'll first. first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. So the first one is uh, Pinhead. Um, it's got to be something uh, about a person that maybe takes it a little too seriously. What, what, how, what would you say, Angela? Yeah, that's not a term we really use. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I would say, yeah, just a, an enthusiast type of person. Enthusiast. That, it yeah, actually think... says a pinball enthusiast. You know, even right. when yeah. he said he didn't know, he knew. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was an easy one. If, if you put head on anything, you're yeah. probably like, oh, that person's probably a little too invested. All right, all right. Not all right. too invested, just 
deaf investor. All right. Uh, this next one, uh, it, it goes like this. Uh, what's, uh, what's Biff? Oh, right. Ooh. Biff. Um, mm. Mm. What is that? Seamart first? I'm going to say that's the, uh, that's the rubber, like, on, those ba- on the, the, the bumpers. That's the Biff. Hmm. See, Angela. I'm like stumped, actually. I don't I just, even know. This might be, maybe it's like a UK thing. I don't know. Maybe they're just throwing that out there. I don't, I didn't mean to stump Biff? you. Yeah, Biff. That is a, a, a name that a, the a talking dummy calls you in Funhouse. He, oh. Different ones, he'll call really? you Biff. Okay, because, yeah, it says, uh, the, the thing it says here, I don't know, Rudy? this is just some dumb yeah. article. But it says, uh, a Biff is an extra vigorous hit with a flipper. Some machines have oh. what are called Biff bars or anti-Biff bars, metal bars placed behind the flippers with the purpose, presumably, of hindering biffing. The word Biff means to hit or strike since the late 1800s. Now, mm. I didn't know that. So that'll be like the UK. That's um, super UK, right? Yeah. Is that right. a thing, though? Like, do you have uh, another term for that kind of, like, whatever that is? I don't even know if I fully understand what I feel that means. Bad, like, Th- there's two terms depending on what side it comes down. There'll be a, a bang back, which is one way to, to knock the ball back, or a death save. So. This is okay. Lay those two out because those are definitely not on this list. Wait, <laughs> I don't want people doing just, this on my machines. This is an illegal yeah, yeah, yeah. move. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, how did, do you execute that? Allegedly, Sorry, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. That's after hours. <laughs> but it's like he owns the machines. Like you don't want. Yeah, to, I'm yeah. curious about this though. That's so funny. Uh, uh, well, you know what? I, I feel bad that we, we've been trying to stump our guest here. I, no, it's I good. I feel bad. That's Fire. your whole point. That's the that was the whole point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. You feel bad. You just state the opposite. Anyway. <laughs> Unless you go to the, the local pinball tournament and say, hey, what's a biff? And everyone's yeah. going to look yeah. at you like, oh, you, you biffing? You yeah. biffing? Yeah, you biffing, bro? <laughs> yeah. Okay, next. Uh, next is uh, 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 Lazarus Ball. Mm. Ooh, is oh. that a ball? Now, is that a ball down the direct center? Like a ball you cannot ever fucking get. Is that what you think it is? That's my guess. Okay. And uh, I'm going to say just before Angela answers that uh, I think he might know just by the way he uh, ex- you know, definitely reacted to this. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Um, actually, Chris was just about on it. Uh, it. It is one that goes down the middle, but it's one that it bounces back up. That's it's right. Lazarus Ooh. coming from the dead. Oh. I didn't know what someone said. It's a Lazarus. I'm, what does that mean? Oh, it's coming from the dead. Ah, oh. so yeah. my, my it's friend, a ball you hit yourself. No, it's one that just drains down the middle and it just pops up by yourself. Like, Holy yeah, shit. And it then says here. Oh, oh. A Lazarus, weird. A Lazarus ball is a ball that's come back to life, passing between the flippers, but by some bit of extreme chance, gets flipped back into how play. How does that? Exactly. How does that happen? Amazing. What would be? A, so anyway, I don't. Know, how does that Physics, occur, son? <laughs> it goes right down the center. Anyway, yeah, it goes down the center and it's going to hit something. It's going to, a weird angle or something, and it bounces back because it hits. It's weird. hitting the arch. Weird. Okay. All right, how about okay? How about, okay. How mm-hmm. about this one? Seymour will know this one. Uh, what's a house ball? Mm. I assume that's <laughs> Angela, a ball. Angela again with the. I assume that's a ball right that um, <laughs> is uh, like given to you for free, like somehow. Uh, Angela, you want to take this one? Just the opposite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one where you, you plunge the ball and essentially uh, you don't get to flip it and, and it just goes goes down the just, outside or down the middle without you getting to flip. That's how it's oh, That's right. You get ripped okay. off. Right. Yeah. Right. House ball is one that has scored no points. Oh. Yeah. That's definitely. The house uh, always I was wins. optimistic. So, so technically. It's an Angelo ball. So technically. <laughs> hey, no. Unless so it's rude. a really, really old machine like from the 50s. If you actually score zero, you will get your ball back. Oh, really? 100% so of the time? Yeah. Oh. But remember, if you score zero, so if you hit any switch, mm. then it counts as points and it might not give it back to you. And some see. of them, I'm sure they 
have to touch a bumper on the way down. So like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, is that tunable at all? Depending like, on the machine, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, so when you are conf- <laughs> when you are setting up a machine, mm-hmm. is like how like, this is like a broad question. Yep. How much of the various rules are in fact under your control? Uh, so lots of the rules are under my control. Besides the physical, I'm talking about software. Yeah, lots yeah, of them are. I'm a guy that generally likes to keep to the factory settings. Yep, totally. Right. Uh, but so for some games like uh, that came out recently, like Ghostbusters. Uh, it's, it, it's it's a little hard of a game. So this is the remake Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like the all female so one, right? no 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 no. It, it's it's a new pinball machine on the 1983 license. Oh. So it's amazing. Oh. It's it's. Inc- I have got three of those because they're just so great. Like Bill Murray and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Custom audio from them too. It's just really it's awesome. Re- it's right That's on pretty bad. Cool. It's amazing. Cool. You should try it out. I will try it. <laughs> That's so awesome. uh, there'll be like a, what's called a ball save. So if you drain your ball within X amount of seconds, it'll give it back to you. And I think default six, <coughs> I've increased that to 12 seconds. Oh, really? Uh, just because it's like, you know, uh, it's such a fast game. He's mm-hmm. a nice guy, this Angelo guy. <laughs> yeah, guy he plays doubles machines. up your money. That's right. He's just a, he's trying to help you out. He's a fella. Yeah, I like okay. that. So it is, yeah, interesting. interesting. Like how much, so how do you know, like per game, I'm just kind of curious, like how do you know what's tunable and how do you know what's, just like it's in the adjustment so there's standard adjustments so how many balls like when you when you start a game you get three i could actually change that to 10 if i wanted to right and you can change all that stuff so that's like the the basic stuff right mm-hmm. how many tilts you get because now okay. in the modern games you get two tilt warnings per ball so the third tilt would actually just uh, end your ball mm-hmm. um you don't now, want people tilting your machines though right a little that's, bit's okay that's fine that's yeah. okay it's encouraged it's encouraged it's encouraged okay not, not, nothing too rowdy, though. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't want to have this episode go out and people are just like, oh, apparently. Just, uh, rocking them. Yeah, you can well, just do what you like. My tilt should be on them, <laughs> so then there, there's a limit, right? That's right. So, yeah. I mean, Interesting. Uh, so yeah. It's, it's more tunable than I thought. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then so on, there's actual game-specific rules, right? So how many shots it takes to destroy something or let an extra mm-hmm. ball or to get multi-ball. And then after you get multi-ball once, how hard is it to get them to qualify again? So How do you know... Like so, when you're adjusting these, I'm kind of off on a tangent here. I'm sorry. No. How do you know? This is, how do you know this is what good. is tunable? Like you just get a new machine in, and you're like, hey, and you don't, you're not really super familiar with it, yep. maybe. Mm-hmm. And how do you know what is yeah. under your control? Especially the old ones. Uh, I go under the adjustments, and I probably spend about an hour looking through all the controls, and I and I either make mental notes or I write them down. And then I'll play a couple games, and I'll say, oh, like what did I not get? What what features did I not get, or what was hard to get, or what was too easy? And so sometimes but I don't how make do you, adjustments. I guess he's probably okay. So one of the adjust, like, what does that interface look like? I'm trying to okay. understand. Like, so yeah. when I open the coin door, there's four buttons, and it actually brings up a menu. Oh, right. And then it, and there's like uh, for diagnostics, right? Then okay. for audits, and then there's adjustments. Oh, okay. Right? There's okay. utilities. Like interf- I can. Okay. I think in newer s- games, you can do bass and trouble as well. Yeah. Sure. Right. I think Seymour was thinking okay. like I just you, wasn't you pop sure. the hood and, well, and uh, I mean, it's, it's like, like schematics. Like a game genie, <laughs> like a ge- like ridiculous. Like you just have to type in shit until you fucking you know yep. and those things. But there's actually like this is what yeah. they set up. There's and a you full operator interface. menu. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, like a, a dev menu, like a. Dev That's really cool. Yeah, nice. got it. Trying to relate it to video games. He's like, wait a minute. But well, because I know what I can tune in a video game. I just trying to understand. It's probably very similar to that. Yeah, on some level. Yeah. Nice. Well, I feel much. Smarter? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I actually here's one last bonus one. Okay, uh, uh, gobble hole. Oh. Oh, Angelo again with the. Uh, <laughs> is that is that the side piece that just takes your ball? Because fuck that side piece that you can't ever <laughs> grab because it just goes right through the side. You better like hope behind this, the. You better hope this is right because Angelo's gonna eat your lunch right now. Well, yeah, he's gonna gobble my. Yeah. Oh boy. 
What is a what is a gobble hole, Angela? So <laughs> that was a good I guess. might have even I don't know if I've even mentioned that word on on the show already. But basically, back in the in the early pinball, is there was these uh, holes throughout. Like remember I was talking about Humpty Dumpty. There's these holes. And yeah. They're, they're gobble holes where they they're in the game somewhere and they just literally gobble up your ball and that's it. That's your end of your ball. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it says getting your ball in the gobble hole and the game, but also give you bonus points. This feature is not very common anymore. It says. No, like. Can you think of a game that has one? Like initial in, machines. We're yeah. talking 50s, so that's like, like something that I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to look for like uh, Gottlieb 50s. Like you, hmm. uh, that era is called wood rails because yeah. the rails are wood. So okay. you just search for 50 wood hmm. or gobble hole. Interesting. It'll, it'll come up. Let me Weird. ask you a quick question here. Mm-hmm. What is the oldest machine you own? Uh, the oldest machine I own, I think, is, uh, uh, well, it's a smart set. It's, uh, from like the 1976, so it's not super old, but it's old enough. What's a a smart set? It's not very good. I I had to, I was forced to buy it. Allegedly. Uh, because there was another machine that I uh, really wanted to buy, which is an X-Men. And, uh, the guy knew that it was, the smart set's a crappy game. So, um, oh, really? So it was like a kick yeah. in. So he's like, you got to get yeah. this too. I'm like, uh, can I just give you the same amount of money? He's like, no, you got to take this too. We like, have to take it. Yeah. So it was like a space yeah, issue or a, something. Oh yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so now it's just sitting in my garage right now. I really got to get rid of it. Um, but other than that, uh, I do operate a lot of, uh, late seventies, early eighties games. Uh, I've got one called Sinbad. Like the adventurer. Yes. Very similar to that. Yeah. Not the popular eighties standout comedian. No. I said popular asterisks. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, another game called Hulk, like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Um, and like the Lou Ferrigno Hulk, or yes, like Lou okay. Ferrigno. Okay. Like legit. Excellent. Yeah. The the guy that's death. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, well, I just watched a documentary. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't never knew he was deaf. So I just felt just... weird laughing at that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's deaf. It's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I could play the uh, sad Hulk theme on piano. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, you know the, not to give that away, but he gets sad near one of the last episodes. Spoilers, Jesus. I know. Yeah, where were you 30, 40 years ago watching that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, what What was the, uh, sorry, so the age of the the, the the oldest one then you have is, what was the, what's that? Smart actual? set or yeah. just the one I'm operating? I'd say 78. 1978 are the machines that I'm operating. Yeah, uh, the oldest Joker. one you're operating, like right yeah, now. In, like in, Joker in... Poker is another amazing machine, actually. It's Joker a, Poker? Yeah, it's a really great machine. Where's that one right now? Uh, it's at Far Out Coffee Shop on Dundas Street there. What? Yeah, they've got like eight machines there. Really? Yeah. Damn, dude. There's so many like places here that uh, in Vancouver that carry uh, pinball machines that I... I I would never have had any idea that they do, you know. I have you to expected say, it at pubs and bars and stuff like that, but then I'm like, wow, man. One of my most favorite things, having met you um, like a few weeks ago or whatever <laughs> and asking the question, I got and the most absurd to my own ears answer. You were, I think I said like, <laughs> well, how many bars do you have machines in? And you, <laughs> you shocked me because I would be like, oh, like 10. And yeah. like, how many is it? It's about 45. This, well, yeah. yeah. Like if you would have said I honestly, five. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, like, yeah, it's just, if you said five, I'd be like, well, you're just like the king. Like, yeah. You're 45. Yeah. Like, that's Jesus just like, Christ. I don't know. I mean, it's awesome. I just, yeah. it's a number that I didn't expect to hear because I didn't realize it was such a, and it makes sense, right? Like I, it's yeah. awesome that you have, I mean, it obviously speaks to your ability to like maintain and have these machines and like, mm-hmm. I don't know that do you have any staff as well or is it just you going around? I've got and... people to help me out as well. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, 
I, I work myself probably, well, if, if you call it full-time, so double full-time, whatever, right? I, yeah. 80, 90 hours a week. Um, but then I've got a couple other guys. I've, I've, got spe- gay, like, I've got guys that specialize in certain things. So um, my friend, and he also works for me, Eden, he, he moves machines. So he's an expert in moving machines, setting them up, leveling them, right? He's a logistics guy. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And it's a very specific set of logistics to and be able to a, move. He has, a, he has a grand caravan, which, can ease, which is perfectly mm. uh, fit, fit two pinball machines and covered. Really? Yeah. So it's like perfectly, this guy is like the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So he's, he's the guy for that. Um, I was wondering because, you know, because it, it does sound like you're working all the time just to make it work. Uh, what your weekends were right were, were like, because we just had a long weekend here. Mm-hmm. And you were mentioning even like your long weekend ended up being like <laughs> kind of like related to work, right? Uh, why don't you tell everyone what you did this past weekend? Uh, so this past weekend, I just visited a friend that uh, recently moved back to his hometown, uh, Seattle. Okay. So, Which um, is like not too far of a drive from Vancouver here. Oh yeah, maybe uh, two and a half hours. If that, yeah, maybe. If with the Seattle, with Seattle traffic though, if you go like when I did <laughs> yeah, Friday yeah. night, Plus it took quarter, like four and yeah. a half. Yeah, on a long yeah. weekend though, it's yeah. like it was. Uh, it's always yeah. a it's a distance. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you make your way down there, and uh, this friend is just no ordinary friend though. No, um, his name is Kaylee George, and he's ranked currently uh, third in the world. Third in the world. Yeah. Now, I was like, when I first heard this, I was like, well, yeah, like, what, like, out of three? No, dude, like, he's, like, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, like, he's, he's a multiple, I think he's two-time world champion. Yeah. Dude, that's incredible. And yeah. this is, like, a very, it could be very lucrative. It could be, <laughs> well. <laughs> you can win a pinball machine or something, right? Like, well, I mean. You can win maybe 10 grand at a tournament. He works for, like, in video games also, like, pretty yeah. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I mean, what you for, said. But, yeah. like, just to be clear, like. Like, if uh, he could monetize that in a way that he could, like, appear at other pinball tournaments and things like that, and he could be the guy. I'm trying to see the potential here. Yeah. Angelo, I'm trying to push it. There's, uh, you can't do that for a living. No? no. All right. No. I'm trying to make him a guy. I don't yeah. know. All right. Yeah. Well, he's still third overall. Oh, no. He's an amazing world. player. Yeah. I mean. I turned this around. I'm like, how dare you? He's, <laughs> he's still third in the world. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, he recently moved back from the Netherlands. Uh, back to Seattle, and so he had a, he had a, his, his machines in storage for the four years that he was gone, and uh, as well as uh, the about I think five games that he brought back from the Netherlands. So he had a bunch of machines wow. that uh, were not set up yet, and they were kind of on end and like wrapped so, up. So they're like when they're stored, they're like kind of end end up. Yeah, you'll uh, you'll, you'll see it maybe uh, in the editing we can put up a picture of them because well, we might actually have access to photos right okay, now sure. actually. I don't know yeah. if this is a uh, is this what? yeah, these are the photos, right? So Yeah. What's so, going on? <laughs> I haven't I haven't clicked that. Uh, oh, maybe I didn't give you the folded up ones. Oh, here's one. Oh, okay, so here we there, go. There was, yeah, there yeah, was, yeah. There was one. So if we zoom in on there, you can see the one folded up. Audio listeners, you want to check this one out, uh, the timestamp on the video. Yeah, we can put some links in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so th- they kind of come end-to-end like that. But you set these up this weekend? Yeah, yeah. How long did that take you to from, like, uh, set up to? Oh, just about five hours. I was actually quite happy with, with uh, the speed that we did. So Damn. And he's got, like, a looks like a warehouse loft kind of situation. Yeah, it's actually the old Rainier Brewery. Which is really cool. It's oh, really, sick. Yeah, right off the I-5. Um, Did you say there was really a leveling cool. issue? Where Yeah, so he was on the floor where they used to roll down the kegs. So his okay. floor is like, like has a slow slant to it. So all That's... the machines when we set up have to be like 
weirdly leveled. Yeah, that's like not good for pinball, right? No, like, no, no, obviously. So, well, certain kinds of pinball. That's that, advanced so, difficulty pinball. By the way, this was your <laughs> long weekend, just like hanging out, and you're like, may as well set up these machines. I'm here. Well, you no, were saying that you don't like to. Uh, be idle. Yeah, like yeah. Be productive. I, I enjoy to be yeah, exactly productive in work and, yeah. uh, you know, for getting stuff forward. So, you know, we set up his workstation as well. And, like, you know, he'll come and visit me and we'll just work on pinballs. So we'll, like, we'd rather, like, work on them. Like, actually, what we call shop them out. So, shopping them out is basically stripping them down, cleaning them, re-rubbering them, and putting them all back and then fine-tuning them. Angela, I didn't notice that term. In yeah, my I don't list know. That's terms. probably one of the biggest pinballs. Yeah, shopping out. That's a pinball term. Damn. Now, yeah. now I know. I, I, was, I, was, I was expecting to say, like, STDM. What is that? Straight down the middle. Oh, I that was the next one. Ah, it it said uh, draining. It's yeah. like, but you had mentioned uh, if you hit the drain, then the yeah. ball drains right down the middle. Yeah, but STDM. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a weird um, music genre. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, anarchy punk. <laughs> like somebody's been. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I uh, I love this. I love the fact that you're you're obviously so passionate about pinball. But I have a question for you. Okay. Predominantly, people most likely will speak to you about pinball. But I, I, I would like to know, outside of pinball, what what are you into? What do you like <laughs> that isn't pinball? That, that you're like, man, I could talk about this all day. Like this yeah, other. This that's other. good. Yeah. My other obsession um, that I just I'm really interested in is the is, is the company uh, Tesla. Tesla, oh, the yeah. company. Yeah. So now, are you are you so into it in like a like a fan way, like you just want them to do well, or, or you're like you're an investor and you want to like. Um, I believe in the company, so I do have uh, stock with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I put all my eggs in one basket. <laughs> you, have a, you have a vested interest. <laughs> oh. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like disclaimer, but um, uh, I love what they're doing. So like, I love cars in general. I've always been a car enthusiast growing up. Okay. Um, to be good for the environment is great, but it's not my core <laughs> that's a bonus yeah okay i love performance and i love technology so when you fuse the two of them together that's like tesla in a way right right and it's uh, very honest of you to say that i mean yeah no i like it, it, it it's a great byproduct to be to be you know uh, good for the environment and stuff right and it makes yeah. me proud and happy but yeah. that's not why i love tesla it's not even like you're probably top five reasons you like no, tesla yeah. Right? yeah maybe fifth fifth or sixth, sixth yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but uh, you know when uh, when the P eighty five sorry the P one hundred P one hundred D came out, which was about I think twenty sixteen, yeah mid twenty sixteen, uh, they set the record for the quickest zero to sixty time. So zero to sixty meaning wow. zero to sixty yeah. miles an hour or zero to one hundred kilometers an hour, right? And basically uh, two point five seconds, and which is fast. Like people, it's yeah. well, pretty quick to say that quick. out loud. It just sounds like a bunch of numbers, but like yeah. to experience that is like. So okay, let, I'll, I'll tell you what unreal. it's like. Basically, I'll break it down to when you when you hit the accelerator, not the gas, but the accelerator. Okay. <laughs> it's a man who knows his terms. Yeah. I like this, you right? hit the juice. You gotta hit the juice. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Put yeah. the pedal to well, the metal. All right. First of all, there's a there's a there's there's regular sport mode, and then there's the. Uh, for the ludicrous, so you put it in ludicrous mode. There's a button. There's a button, and it actually says ludicrous. That sounds, yeah. that sounds sponsored. Yeah, yeah, it does sound very. No, sponsored. it's it's spelt proper ludicrous, not luda. Yeah, no, luda. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and before that, they actually had insane mode, but then they had one better than insane, so that's luda. Jesus. Okay. And I'm totally getting sidetracked, but there's one more. So just so you know, insane was just insane. Ludicrous. They needed one more, and so they actually got the the the, the word ludicrous from spaceballs. 
And so when, yeah. when, when, I don't know, you remember Spaceballs? Of course, yeah. Okay, so, okay, here's a question for you now. What's, what's after Ludacris? What's faster than Ludacris? The uh, speed of lint, I believe. Isn't it lint? Isn't lint the fastest? Uh, might be a four-letter word, but not that. It's close. Oh, um, is it the speed of I thought of it fuck? was lint. No. No. No, don't think dirty. No, I thought it was lint because uh, they're like, what's yeah. faster than lint in a dryer? You ever turn a dryer on and it's like lint, <laughs> lint is automatically there? It's, it's something like fuck, that. Really? They say plaid. Oh, plaid. <laughs> plaid. They go, He's gone they plaid. They go maximum plaid. Maximum, <laughs> maximum plaid. plaid. Man. So that's going to be reserved for the new Tesla that's coming out, oh in the Roadster, in 2020. Wow. So back to, back to what it feels like when you, when you hit the juice yeah. on, on this bad boy. Uh, you, you pull off 1.2 G. So what that means, G is gravity. So if you just run and jump off a building, you're going to do 1 G. So this car accelerates faster than you jumping off a building. Like, but forward. faster than you fall. Forward. Yeah, but naturally. Forward. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but with forward momentum. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, just to be clear, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I might just be pulling this out, but I'm pretty sure definitely are. Uh, fighter pilots can do like a max of like 7G or something like that. I don't know about that. Something yeah. like that. That you sounds. Like Once you look death. that up, because like it's going to be, be different, but yeah, five to seven. Yeah. See yeah. what a uh, a black uh, like a black what's the F sixteen. I'm thinking like X Men. Thinking Blackbird. S- first of all, SR seventy ones are not pulling G's. Yeah. First of all, they're not allowed anymore, and they don't make crazy maneuvers. No, those stealth bombers or whatever. Yeah, again, yeah. bombers are not making maneuvers like that. Why? How dare you shut down my just saying? Of just saying, fighter pilots. Seven G's, like yeah. these pilots. Okay, how dare you? No, you're right to call me into question. I don't know what I'm talking. About. <laughs> but it's just unbelievable that remember this is a seven seater. Four-door sedan that weighs 5,000 pounds. Yeah, this is so, a funny car. So this picture, I get that, and I'm like, ha-ha, you know, Jamie, I, my car's faster than yours. And you're like, okay, you're trying to one-up me now. So then you go down you go to, down and knock on the door of a of, of Ferrari and say, yeah, my friend's got this. I want to beat him 0 to 60. Maybe on the track, it'll be different, like not 0 to 60, but going corners, right? Because it's right. a heavy or different story. But if you want to beat me 0 to 60, you can't. Linda K, okay, I want to go to Lamborghini. You knock on the door. Lamborghini, like a Ventador. No, this is still faster than that. This is still faster than the million-dollar LaFerrari, right? Like, That's really like, crazy. How, how can like a technology small little company beat these these hypercars that are million dollars? Yeah, that have decades and decades. Of I don't know information. if Tesla's a small company, but I know what you're saying. Well, like, relative to like yeah, yeah, yeah no, the it's big fair. guys, right? Yeah, in fact, no, they're true. they're still considered small because they don't even have official license from. I mean, they're the going to space. To sell, right? they can't even sell directly to consumers in and, some states. Yeah, which is like kind of a sham in its own situation that these yeah. dealerships have like like it's, it's the dealerships it's ridiculous yeah so yeah. i guess my my question would be so you like crazy car technology you like pinball technology where does that kind of come from like what's your background in terms of um like dealing with electronics and software yeah. and that kind of stuff like how did you Good kind of question. come into this like realm of interest yeah great question i uh is uh, in my teens, I guess. Uh, I was with my friend, and he was in his Camaro, and we went to Beam Riders, where it's a stereo shop, and we had this stereo, and I was like, "What the hell is that? Like a twelve? I don't know what twelves. Two years ago, I got two twelves. What's that? Two twelve and subwoofers, right? Yeah. And so we're in this Camaro, and just like I've never experienced bass like that because like, <laughs> this is this is before I was nineteen. I, I'd never been mm-hmm. in a proper nightclub. Like the high school dance was the so then we're like we're blowing away this. I was like, wow, this is really cool, and I love like sound and control of power and like what you can do with 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 
power. So I got into like that and I got really heavy into car stereos. Thank God I'm not into it now mm-hmm. because I, I, <laughs> I, I, I spent so much time and money on, on car stereos. And I had like, I used to compete. I was competitive in, in I had BC's loudest street little car in 2003. <laughs> really? What? Really? Yeah. Really? This accolade. What a weird stat. I yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, How was that even? Anyway. Yeah. I love that that's like not even like the fifth most interesting thing. <laughs> no, I love that. Awesome. You just about like this whole interview. You're like, you're like, oh yeah, and like, also, do you know how many people like if that was their thing, they would be trotting that out right away. Like, <laughs> it was 2003, like, so it was a while ago. Yeah, I know. Fair enough. It doesn't matter. That's it crazy. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty wild. Though. So where did you take that then? Yeah. So you got that under your belt. Yeah, where, where? Like, no, I'm just saying, like, so how did that kind of breed oh, into? So, I just really got into stereos and I love electronics. And so, I just I, then I started getting into home theater a bit. And again, thank God I stopped because I was spending like way too much money on <laughs> this stuff. Because, you know, every year something new comes out and you got to have it. Um, so, eventually, I got a little bit into pinball. And then I was like, you know what? I think this is my thing. And so, I went to uh, school for electrical engineering. And so, I did my electrical engineering degree. And, uh, Got awesome. uh, this, it nailed it and got a job at Hydro, and uh, like BC Hydro, BC Hydro. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, BC Hydro, the utility company for people that yeah. are outside of BC. Yeah, that's right. And I specialized in um, high voltage power, like distribution, transmission, and distribution, and also generation. And, You're uh, like a first draft pick on a zombie team. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Useful human. Like Useful human. Yeah. TM. Like, Dude, I could reset the grid. I'm like, okay, this yeah. guy is... Also, in <laughs> Jurassic Park, handy. Yeah. Handy. Yeah, you, you've been a... Like, yeah. some kind of... You sent Ellie Sattler. You should have sent our guest. Right. <laughs> Apocalypse scenario. Yeah, your first round overall for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, uh, I took a bit of electrical engineering in audio in audio college mm. and uh, I hated every second of it. I was not very good at it. And, and it, I don't know, I just barely skated through. Like I, I just not very good at yeah, it. Yeah. It was uh, probably the four hardest years of my life. It's you know? tough, man. Oh, yeah. I, and I just did, I did this much of it. Like I, I, I did <laughs> like, it was just like a component of a larger program and you were like taking it, like really doing yeah. it. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I I have incredible respect for you. To Thank be able you. To, I don't to consider well. myself smart, and I wasn't too sure if I would pass. But uh, what I figured out was, A, the hardest part is not the school. It's about studying after school, right, because you want to leave. And I'd have to stay at the library. Otherwise, too many distractions at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too many loud and, car stereos. Yeah, yeah. too many uh, home entertainment <laughs> theaters. And uh, the other thing. Mm, what the was other it? key to your success? Yes. No. Back it up. What was, what was one of them? Uh, you had to stay at the library, otherwise you'd be distracted. Uh, yes, and the other thing is, is I don't consider myself smart. I just would work hard when I needed to do. And the key is to do your homework. And I learned that actually in grade eleven when I was failing math. My dad's a math teacher, and mm-hmm. uh, he says, "Oh, you know, like my, he got a call from my teacher, right?" My dad says, "What's this?" So he just spent every day doing my homework with me, and I went from like a fail to the next test. I got an A, and I was like, I just, I was like, I was shocked. I, but it's just because I never did the homework. Because mm-hmm. it's marked right. improvement, you can see right yeah. away. Where you're like, yeah. Oh my so, God. so basically, you know, I I didn't get A's in electrical engineering, right? <laughs> I just get enough to get, get by because I knew. I knew yeah. Sometimes I would even like revert, like I would look at like uh, what the question was asked, and I would go from the answer back. And I think the government takes you if you get straight A's in electrical engineering. I think the the government physically will kidnap you, probably, yeah. and you become like part of a larger black ops yeah. team i was even told not Allegedly. not not to not to get perfect days or at least like 100 percent kind of thing <laughs> this because, is what i'm talking well, about like an for imperfect the, for the specific day, job personally. that i got like 
there there's like because I, I was actually half in the field and half in the office right so office people no problem 100 percent. they want to hire but when you're in the field they like a lot of the people that get 100 percent or maybe like 99.9 they get that common sense question wrong and i'm and i do have like a decent amount of common sense and uh we're like where i didn't or were i guess i wasn't smart i would get the uh the other guys to help me the, usually it would be Asians it was like a class of like 95 percent Asians and so I befriended them and I actually got really good at ping pong yeah. too they're like this Italian guy came in here and he <laughs> seems to know a lot he's yeah. like he's scaring us a little bit and he uh, likes pinball yeah that's good mm-hmm. I like that man dude Angela you're, you're a really interesting dude man I, I really like the way you've uh, you've put your life together and you, you have a lot of varied interests but they all seem to kind of connect back into this uh, this love of like kind of uh wowing people really it comes Good entrepreneurial to spirit too, yeah i, I really and yeah. it, it shows man you have a lot of passion Thank dude. You. we really we really like that we've uh crossed paths i know that actually seymour and i were hanging out on his birthday a week or two ago and uh with a couple other people and uh they were like all out smoking and we we're like what should we do and i was just sitting there the ps4 was just on the idle menu and the guy had a pinball game on on his ps4 so yeah well, i kind of wanted to mention that actually. yeah so we, we played we played that he like seymour was watching me just play that a bit and we actually were talking zen about pinball you. is the company oh, yeah. it was called yeah. zen pinball yeah, yeah well uh we were we were actually playing that and then uh we were just like remember that guy we we met like, yeah i was like we should reach out yeah yeah let's see let's see if we could do that. that'd be awesome so yeah look at it and it turned out good it's awesome man um i want to play that sopranos machine at the met big time now uh, it's like especially since we were chatting and looking at it before the show. Uh, I definitely want to check that out. Uh, I'd like to get good at this so that I don't suck. Maybe uh, you'll text me a tip or two. I can teach you. Yeah? Text yeah. tips. I like that. You said that there's uh, meetups and like events and, and, and uh, yeah, nights, yeah. right? There's, there's... We could talk about that real quick. Do you, do you have, a, do you have a, a set schedule of a, events? Uh, I mean, there's, there's lots of uh, special events and stuff that you can check out. But so it's we like do, league we do, play, we right? do two, Yeah, we do two nights a week league play. So one here is at just right across the lamplighter. Right yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's yep. right. Yeah. Wednesday nights. And uh, I think from around 6 o'clock, it's free pinball and a free tournament. So you just show up and you play for free. Just battle. That's, That's awesome. Battle, yeah. And then there's people that are beginners, some intermediates, and there's sometimes some pros, like pros mm-hmm. and like, like legit proper mm-hmm. pros so it's kind of neat to play with them and you're like wow like you get to learn you get to learn a lot from yeah. them and everyone's really friendly there right they'll want to help you oh you're new here like let me help you out do you have any questions or you know this is what to do they give you the quick tips on in each machine so they're really great and uh, so the other night is uh, another free night at Bimini's on Thursday nights Bimini's yeah where's Bimini's Bimini's in Kitsilano and Westforth nice. excellent yeah good area yeah so what's the fun. main difference you would find between like someone that is like a great player and someone who's just like a grinder, like is there a main? Is there something kind of because like pinball, like the interactions are limited. Obviously, it's timing and knowledge of the board, right? Or and it's probably way more skills than that. Yeah, I mean, there's nudging as well. Okay, but, but even the flipper skills, there's so many flipper skills. You can do drop passes and live catches and dead, dead, dead catches. So it's like pure technique then, just like how there's you manipulate the ball. Uh, but actually, if you're talking about points and in tournaments, it's actually about learning the game, learning the rules of the game, mm-hmm. because it's kind of like a strategy game, and and there's a risk reward in a lot of the games, and like like I could take five shots and you can take a hundred and. If I know the five shots to take, I could actually easily yeah. get more than you. Yeah. Right? Just totally. like literally. And it's all so about. So it just really knows, you don't know the table. No, yeah, no, knowing the machine. 
Nice. Yeah, that's very important. That's crazy. Helps if you own them. You have a lot of wow. uh, back knowledge. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> that's true. It does. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. Um, I w- I want to uh, make sure everyone checks out. What's the name of the the, the league? Uh, the, the you can uh, uh, two nights. The best is actually just to look on uh, Facebook. Uh, we have a like a, a generic pinball. <clears throat> it's called Quest for the GC. It's pinball Quest for the GC. GC means Grand Champion. Okay. Right. So the whole thing started is you're supposed to, you know, if you do really want well a machine, there's like you know one first, second, third, fourth, and the top is the Grand Champions. You take a picture of it and you post it. Nice. So it's Quest for the GC on on Facebook, and uh, right now uh, they're. I think they're called Mary Max uh, Whopper Wednesdays, which is the Wednesday thing. We call them Whoppers because they're world ranking pinball points. So when you play in these tournaments, you're going to be world ranked. Oh, you get ranked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This Wolf, been Wolf, Wolf, the show. Yeah. Wolf's talked about this. Wolf, Wolf was on the around. show and he yeah. was like saying he was some rank and I was like, that sounds made up. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm telling you right now, that is definitely my ranking. I was like, all right, well, cool then, Wolf. It's cool. I didn't know that. He does pretty, he does decent. He does pretty well. As far as I know. Yeah. I think he does pretty rad. Um, yeah. I, uh, okay, I'm, I'm into that, dude. I think we're going to come check it out. Yeah. I don't see why not, because that sounds fun, and this is actually something I want to get into. So sounds rad to me. What's, uh, what's pinball etiquette for uh, beer in hand? Like, do you put it on the table? Obviously not. Yeah, they, they, no, they, well, they have actually these, a lot of them these now, tall, yeah. skinny tables that you put. Right, they're in uh, between the tables. Okay. You just put it up there, yeah? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed but that like, a lot now. When you see your own table, and you see some person, and they got their pint in hand, they put it on the glass. It's usually too slanted, so they can't. Yeah, really that's fair. It's, you know, it's designed that way, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there, there's a, there's a foam that like protects it, so when it does spill, it tries to like yeah, prevent it. But yeah, I mean, after a, uh, I'm a sure you've months, seen some shit. A couple of months, usually all my all when I open the coin, there's like all like old sticky beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it just flushes it. It's gross. Yeah, it's kind of sad. And some of my machines, I'm like, oh. And so, yeah, I've, I've got a couple of new machines at my house, and it's like I want to just play them and enjoy them while they're crisp and new yeah. before they get, like, sloshed yeah. in, the, in, the, in the bars. Why, the they're wilds. basically yeah. white woods. In Into there. the ether. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to That's throw names out there like I know shit now. It's fine. Yeah, cool. um, if you'd be so kind as to just hang tight while I let our listeners know about an amazing opportunity, uh, we want them to go ahead and check out floathouse.ca. Floathouse.ca is the premier isolation tank facility in the Lower Mainland. They have many locations all across the Lower Mainland and now in Western Canada, all over the place. The best thing I love about Float House is that it's one of the number one ways you can spend 90 minutes of your time. It's so tranquil. The tranquility and peace that you can experience is just, it, there's nothing like it. You're able to absolutely unwind and unlock the mysteries of your mind. Or you can just simply relax, enjoy yourself, and just contemplate nothingness it actually is very zen in, in that regard it's super fun it's really good you get your own private uh tank obviously own private shower house coats uh everything is just provided for you uh even slippers everything's taken care of lots of really kind and knowledgeable staff and that's my favorite part if you have any questions people want to go ahead and make sure you, you go to floodhouse.ca but if not and you have the opportunity stop in i'm sure the, all the staff members there loved it uh just Reach out and talk to you, especially here at the Gastown location where we've been doing the show for the last, jeez, I don't even know when we started, how, um, how many episodes ago. Like 10. I think it was 100. <laughs> yeah, probably. 100 something episodes ago. But yeah, um, yeah it, it just feels like 
uh, it's a great way to uh, great way to spend your time. I great like people it. Here. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and uh, the people here are just so good. So make sure you check out floathouse.ca. And if you use our podcast promo code, you get twenty percent off your next float. What is that podcast promo code? Cmart. I I podcast. That's right. It's I I podcast, and you can get twenty percent off your next float. Very easy to use. Very great deal. Very lowercase great. I <laughs> lowercase I podcast. That's right, and twenty percent off. Amazing. Go to floathouse.ca. Uh, if people are so inclined, Angelo, how can people follow you? How come they follow the uh, the happenings of Pinball Vancouver? Uh, my website is pinballvancouver.com. So Amazing. They can check me out there. They can also just just look on that on Facebook. It'll. I have my own page there. Mm. Um, I probably don't update my Instagram as much as I should, but. Uh, uh, I'm on there as well. That's good. Um, I think you're a little busy. I think you're doing some stuff, so it's okay. You know, yeah. It's fine. Are you usually present for the uh, league nights then? Usually not. Usually, usually not. Working. Yeah, I would imagine. That's what I was thinking. I was Fixing like, bullshit, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making it possible for you to play league night. Uh, yeah. Um, if you guys are listening and uh, you like the content you've heard today in this episode, uh, make sure you definitely go ahead and check out Angelo and Vancouver – or sorry, Pinball Vancouver. Um, also, in addition to that, if you like this episode – and maybe you're a new listener, maybe you're a pinball enthusiast and you didn't know what the hell you were getting into, but you kind of liked the episode, we'd love it if you'd go ahead and subscribe to our show. We, uh, we're available on iTunes and YouTube and Stitcher, and this show is full video broadcast. If you're listening to an audio version, we actually have full video of this available as well as a clip. Uh, and you feel free to join our episode discussion group where that is actually exclusively on Facebook. However, we are on all social media, so if you hit us up, we're more than likely to chat and tell you something nice about yourself how about that not many shows will guarantee you a nice compliment but i'm starting one right now guaranteeing that yeah i'll probably forget about it but weird someone will hit me up and be like tell me something nice i'll like tell you something nice (laughs) already walking it back yeah exactly but uh if you want want to listen to previous episodes you go to intergalacticinterviews.com very easy very simple straightforward uh and put some links sorry in the uh, thing to the to the, the the pinball nights. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been throwing in comments the in the comments of okay. uh, uh, the, the YouTube. I'm saying it as there. a reminder to you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. But hey, Angel, thank you for doing this, especially on very short notice. We thanks, really appreciate thanks for it. having me. It was a pleasure to talk. I wish we had more time. Dude, I feel like we just scratched the surface, but yeah, I can talk a lot more about pinball. I do feel like. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I do feel one percent smarter. I do now. I know a couple terms. I got a lot more questions about like various pinball specific yeah. games. I don't know. Anyway, it's good. Don't worry. We'll get. We'll get Bonus back content. to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll figure this out. It's good. Um, that being said, though, uh, thank you very much for listening, guys, and uh, we love you. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Awesome.